Hello, everyone. Welcome to Talk Birth to Me podcast. This is going to be women's journeys throughout pregnancy and birth. We will be discussing infertility, treatments, and different types of births such as C-sections or natural births. If that is something that might be a trigger to you, feel free to see the title at the beginning and we will always list what it's about. So if that's something that you are uncomfortable with, feel free to exit and join us at another episode. I hope you're doing well today, mentally, physically, and spiritually. Sit back and enjoy this special story from one of our friends. I'm happy to have you on here today, and I'm happy to get to know you better. So just tell me about what you do. Are you a doula? Yes. um, Thank you for having me, by the way. yeah, I'm a birth doula, um, certified birth doula, and then I am one placenta away from being a certified placenta specialist and encapsulator. Um, How exciting! Then, yes, yeah, I just finished my um, first one last night, um, so very excited. Um, and then I've got another one lined up um, probably next week. So um, that's that was, so cool. That's pretty exciting. Yeah. And so yeah, you have- and I've got two little girls. Oh yay. Yeah. yeah. she's right here. She's five months. Well, it's actually she turned six months old today. Oh, congratulations. How exciting. Half a year old. I know. And we sad. I have five and it seems like it doesn't matter yeah. how many you have, it's still very emotional. <laughs> I have a shirt on, by the way. I'm sorry. Oh, no, you're fine. I, I have totally, a shirt on. <laughs> I totally have breastfed four children. So. <laughs> <laughs> you you do what you can. And I wear camis still. Like, my mine oldest is a yeah. year and a half. And I wear camis all the time. Yeah, that's all I wear during the day. Because, <gasps> I mean, why not? If you layer up, you're going to be layering down, yeah. you know? Yeah. Well, I'm super excited. Um, tell me a little bit about your births if you want to. Uh, my personal births or the births of doula? I mean, either one. I mean, whichever one you feel more comfortable <sighs> speaking about. Um, I technically haven't been to any births yet, doula wise, because I just got certified back in um October, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, but um. I do have experience in the birth world. Um, it's just ironically, every time I'm supposed to go to a birth, um, third time this has happened, um, I end up not being able to make it or they don't call me. So, uh, I feel like people get nervous, like, and especially like yeah. I was in the doula area for a few years mm-hmm. and I feel like people feel guilty almost. And you're like, no, yeah, I, I want to be it's immersed. Like, yeah. in, they need to understand yeah. that we yeah. are a little obsessed. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I tried explaining that to them and I work with a lot of young moms. So I feel like I, they feel like they're a burden to me and they're absolutely not. And um, I don't want to like badger them to like feel forced to call me, but at the same time, you know, they paid for that. So like call me. <laughs> and you're telling them, you're like, I promise you, if you call me, I'm going to get yeah. excited on the spectrum yeah. Yeah. versus, yeah. you know, I think that's so funny, but I saw that you were a doula and you're local to me in the Chattanooga area. Mm -hmm. So I was like super thrilled. 
wanted <laughs> to reach out to me and I was like, yay. Cause yeah, whenever yeah. you're able to talk to other doulas, every doula birth worker midwife I've ever mm-hmm. met, you have this like ecstatic, you know, yeah, I love birth. Yeah. tell me about every birth you've ever been to. Yeah. Feeling. Yeah. And so I love that. I love that this year you're going to start diving into it more and you're going to get to be yeah. in birth and you're going to get to be there. That's so mm-hmm. exciting. Yeah, I kind of jumped into it uh, a little, I just, I was so bored, you know, two months postpartum sitting at home all day long. So it was like, I have to do something. Yeah. And I had originally gone through a um, online birth and postpartum doula course. I just never finished it because I felt like I needed more in-person on-hands training uh, or hands-on training. And so I figured, um, I don't know if you know Kaylee Alston, um, but she was my, she was my midwife's um, student at my birth, but she acted as my doula and she got me into a doula training here in Chattanooga. And so I brought Opie here with me, um, to the training and I got certified. Um, and, but I think I jumped into it a little too fast without thinking about it. Cause I exclusively breastfeed and she won't take a bottle. And so I'm sitting here like, oh, there's no way I can attend a birth right now. Right. Um, fully. So I, I'm, just going to focus on placentas right now um yeah. that way I can do the work at home and still be with my baby um but it's been a passion of mine for a couple of years now to get into the birth world I eventually want to become a midwife like I cannot wait that's like my ultimate goal I want it so bad but I just, I, I'm not patient enough for it right now I understand you have a lot of eggs in different baskets but you getting all this experience now and especially you can be close to the mamas whenever you are in that midwife um role I think you're going to do amazing at that because you know firsthand how it feels to be on the end of the spectrum so I think that's really cool and it's really cool how it feels like that too yeah I had a home birth with Opie back in um August and it kind of just like clicked for me. Like it set everything off and like I, it opened my eyes up to a whole bunch about the birth world and just my goals and, and, you know, what I want to do. And it's to eventually be a midwife and be a mid, you know, at home midwife, home birth and love everything about it. And I cannot wait, but um, I hands down will forever do home birth I will not do a hospital birth unless absolutely necessary okay so um, you gotta tell me you gotta tell me I want to know a little bit of your story and why you say that because I've always envisioned a home birth and I had five and tr- medical trauma really pushes me mm-hmm. to say I can't step foot in another hospital but and and the more I had I seen that a lot of the negligence is the reason why mm-hmm. I thought I couldn't have a home birth yeah. because things went wrong because of the medical intervention yes. and yes. so tell me tell me your tell me about it I'm interested now I was in 16 <laughs> yeah it was like, I was 16 when I first got pregnant with my first daughter I have two um and you know I was not educated didn't know anything mm-hmm. didn't know anybody um as we all are with our horrible <laughs> yeah yeah so I was in a horrible situation you know, I was 16 had no support no family you know that really helped besides my mom um, but you know, I went into it getting induced and not knowing any of the complications or risks that came with that because doctors don't tell you about it. And um, you know, I trusted my doctor and it's not his fault. He wasn't even there, you know, he missed it. But um it was just traumatic. I almost died. I had to have a DNC. Um 
I, I lost a lot of blood and it all could have been prevented if the do- hospital and doctors and nurses would have let my body do what it needed to do. Um, and if I would have gotten the proper education for mm-hmm. it and, and what my body is made to do. And I didn't know anything about it. And, you know, I didn't think anything of it. And then, you know, I didn't get to bond with my baby immediately after birth. And that I think set off the negative triggers that followed through to postpartum um, psychosis, actually. Um, undiagnosed, untreated before psychosis. Thankfully, it didn't get nearly as bad as some of the cases you hear. Uh-huh. Um, but it, you know, with me being for one, 16, I should have been watched. I should have been, you know, I definitely needed more than one postpartum checkup, is yes. all I gotta say. It shouldn't just be one. And not at um, six weeks or eight weeks alone. Yeah. Yeah, because by that time, you're starting to get the hang of everything, for the most part, but you need early intervention. Mm-hmm. And, and so, you know, so a year later, year and a half later, I finally got treatment. Um, I got medication and therapy, and I started to feel better. Um, and then I started college and um, figured that wasn't what I wanted to do. Uh, so I'm like $15,000 in, in debt uh, for something I don't want to do. But um so uh, I was sitting in my living room one day and, um, you know, I've always kept what happened with me and my first daughter for, um, I've always held it close because it really has messed me up mm-hmm. in certain ways. And I felt like, and I hate saying it because it makes me feel so bad, but I bonded with her so much more because of the outcome of the birth that I had than I did with my first daughter. Now, I'm not saying we aren't close because she is my little best friend and I grew up with her literally and you know she's five now she just turned five so we've literally grown up together um about to be 22 so like I'm I was still a child when I had my child yeah um and so I it all I don't even know I just none of it really hit me until a couple of years later of how traumatic it actually was um because I didn't know anything I didn't know how important skin to skin was I didn't know how important you know I'm a breastfeeding advocate like I am obsessed with breastfeeding um I'm trying not to be pushy about it um it's better's best but if I hear a mama saying that she wants to breastfeed I'm gonna make sure she you know has help she needs but does the support um, we know and the support and the yeah Help. that I did not have yes and oh gosh it's all such a mess when I look back on it with my first daughter um and it breaks my heart because the support I have now with my second compared to my first and all the resources that I have with my second you know it all it just it breaks my heart to look back and then I look at Opie's birth and I was so supported during pregnancy I had it, physically it was a hard pregnancy but emotionally it was okay and I look back and the support I had mentally with this one compared to my first one mm-hmm. really set forth a, a good stepping stone of positive outcomes for my with Opie's birth and when it came time for it there's a, probably I can't think of one thing I would change um that's great with Opie's birth I think I would have not had as many people there but that's it didn't cause any negative outcomes but 
I have bonded so much more with Opie because I got the necessary, what's, I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but I, I got to do whatever I wanted mm-hmm. and I got to let my body do what it needed to do and let my body or my baby do what it needed to do in order to come to earth. And I healed quickly. Um, I'm six months in exclusively breastfeeding. Congratulations. Um, That's a milestone. Thank you. It is. It is. And um, some people, you know, don't see it that way. They're like, okay, cool, whatever. But I'm like, no, this was, besides having a healthy baby, this is all I wanted was yes. to be able to successfully breastfeed. Because um, my first one, I had to use a nipple shield the entire time I breastfed with her for five and a half months. That's very Because, yeah, because nobody, one, helped me. And, you know, she had an undiagnosed um, and untreated um, lip tie and tongue tie, which caused us to have to use the middle shield. And a double she eventually, yeah, she eventually weaned herself way too early for me. And, you know, I feel like that also had a lot to do with the depression and yes and everything. Um, There's so much that, you know, triggered my mental status with my first one, but it all could have been avoided. I think it all could have been changed if if I had the the support I needed as a new mom um whether it's your first second fifth million I don't care you still need support and I think that I really like that you so you've had experiences in two different spectrums Mm -hmm. of the birth world as as we would look at it you know from the outside and you have had where you didn't do a lot of education because you were young Mm -hmm. and because the resources really aren't out there especially if you and so you go yeah. into it and you see you know you did exactly what you know paper textbook says to do mm-hmm. and then you weren't happy and then mm-hmm. your the negative emotions carried through into postpartum whereas mm-hmm. when you educated yourself with your home birth it seems like you were more in control yeah. you flew with your mm-hmm. body you did what you need to do yeah. and you can tell that that made a significant difference also in the postpartum mm-hmm. and if we were yeah. able to love mamas you know as doulas in the beginning yeah. when you first it's get pregnant still- I had, you know, I had support for my husband, really, and, and maybe my mom this time around, but I guess because it was my second child that it wasn't nearly as exciting, so not not anybody really wanted to come help, like with my first, um, <clears throat> and and so that it did change my, you know, I, I am on medication again, um, just because I have a history of mental illness, and yeah. You know, you're 10 times more likely to, to experience profound depression, anxiety, rage, blah, 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 if you have pre-existing uh, mental health conditions. And um, it did get pretty bad with OP for a little bit. Um, my anxiety was through the roof. Um, and uh, it was getting to the point where I couldn't even leave the house. So I feel like I could have definitely used more woman-to-woman support, mom-to-mom support here postpartum like fresh postpartum because I didn't have that besides my couple of postpartum visits with my midwife and, and Kaylee my doula um and then other other than that nobody really helped me and um I sadly got used to it yet again um but this time I knew what to look for so this time I I, I got help when I thought I needed it and I probably should have a little bit early um earlier than what I did but that's hard with two kids um yeah. But it did help going to the doula training because I did get to meet, to meet a lot of new moms and um, 
doulas that are very excited to be doing birth work and, and helping moms like me that are struggling. Um, and so since becoming actually certified, I have made it like my ultimate goal for whenever I do start taking, you know, a big load of clients on, um, is to just mentally be there and, and advocating and education. I couldn't, I could go on and on about birth and breastfeeding all day if you would listen because one I have the time and two I love it so yes you know I but it's just people I hate I don't, I don't know how to word this but I feel like there's so much more research coming out now and in, in studies that I'm still learning something new every single day as a mom and a doula and a woman and I feel like a lot of these first-time moms because they're being told everything by everybody the last thing they want to hear is even though it should be the one thing they want to hear is evidence-based research and information and education and so it's hard to get it out there because for one I don't you'd be surprised and I'm, I'm sure you know that there's not a whole lot of women out there that even know what a doula is and so they're not easily trusted you know you say the word and some people say oh what <laughs> yeah yeah so it's just I just I want to scream in people's faces like I'm so enthusiastic about birth and like and birth worker <laughs> yeah literally like I could go I talk my husband's head off <laughs> about birth all the time my husband told <laughs> me to have to. more friends that like birth because he's like you've told yeah. me the same thing over and over again <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> I do the same thing you're like, it's um, so exciting though. <laughs> it is. Yeah. And uh, I just, I wish I could scream it at people without being overbearing because <laughs> I'm just so excited about it. I wish I could get a mic- megaphone and just yell it. <laughs> you get online and you're like, look at this position. This baby yeah. was born in. Isn't that so neat? Yeah. And everybody's like, like no, Jada. <laughs> no, not this way. Yeah. It's so neat. And, and in Chattanooga, and, unless you're unless you know somebody in the birth world and this isn't you know to everybody but I don't know a whole lot of people who know even how safe a home birth is and that's another goal of mine is to educate on how safe they can be for low-risk women I love that because not everybody everybody in my family was like what the heck you're (laughs) having a home birth and I was like yeah and they were like because I have a history of um, hemorrhaging after yes. birth, but that can be normal. You might not think so. Some people might not think so because you're losing blood, but there's a certain amount of blood that's Able normal to, to lose. lose. Uh-huh. And, and I hemorrhaged a little bit more than that. And so normally I just need a shot of pitocin to stop the bleeding. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were all surprised. And then I was DBS positive with OB and they were like, you but if you're not in a hospital, how is it going to be safe? And I'm like, my home birth, my, my certified midwife is able to give me antibiotics and IV. It's just as safe as the hospital, yes. if not more. Well, because, and you're aware of what to look for if you need to go. To yeah, so. yeah. And just because my midwife doesn't have a doctorate degree um, or isn't a medical doctor does not mean that she's not trained or educated or knows what to do. She is amazing, and I love her so much. I will forever use her. Um, what is her name? Tell me. Um, it's Oriana. Uh, don't. That's a beautiful Vaughn. name. Yeah, I know. <clears throat> She's, um, she studied under Debbie Church. Okay. 
Uh, yeah. And then um, Kaylee Austin was, she was my acting doula, but she is um, a, she's almost done with her um, midwife training. So super excited for her. Excited for her. That. That's she's great. amazing. I love her to pieces. Um, there's just, I've met so many great women and it's just, it's awesome now to have that group yeah. of people to turn to because they're not going to judge you. They, I mean, we're all people, you're human, so we're yeah. going to judge here and there, but for the most part, it's just, it's been amazing to just sit back and see of how natural it comes to this group of women and myself to open up and talk about vaginas <laughs> to people I can't talk about vaginas to. Uh, <laughs> so and then another great thing is, you know, my five-year-old, she's learned like body autonomy and, and private parts. And, you know, the, she calls it vagina now. And some people think it's weird that she saw me give birth and she saw the baby come out. And I was like, it's beautiful. She loved it. Now she gets a little freaked out with the blood, but nah. last night I was doing a placenta in my kitchen and she came over and looked over the counter and loved it. Yeah. I was like, you know, if you, if you shield them from this and I've gotten so many bad comments about, you know, me saying, me teaching her that her private part is a vagina instead of it calling it something else. And, and part of that was me being able to educate myself through pregnancy and all the home birth videos and stuff I watched. She, she liked to watch it. And I, some people might find it wrong, but I don't, I think it's great you know, she will be comfortable with her own body one day because she grew up being comfortable, you know, so. And there's no reason not to be, so that's. Yeah, yeah, and so I, there's so many good things that have come out of me having a home birth other than having the home birth. (laughs) There's, I mean, I'm, it's great. I've, I'm a changed person. I healed through Opie's birth from Peyton's birth. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. And that, yeah. I, I think that's on my website. I, that quote right there is I, I literally did. I healed parts of me healed as a person, mom, woman, through Opie's birth from my first birth. That no one definitely needed you it. saying that other women will hear this and think my yeah. next birth can be everything I mm-hmm. want or something yeah. that can heal me from the trauma of my first yeah. birth. That's beautiful. Yeah. And I want to be an at home or not at home, at home birth only doula. Mm-hmm. Um, because like what you mentioned earlier, I don't know if I can even set foot in a hospital right now and watch somebody else give birth in a hospital and support them. It's not that I have a problem with you wanting a hospital birth. It's just, I've not healed from the hospital birth. You might have to ventilate. I understand. Yeah. And and watching a doctor do something that your client didn't consent to, or, and I'm just supposed to stand there and because I have to, yeah, I'm sorry. Can't do it right now. Sorry. (laughs) And I've been told, you know, I'm eventually going to have to suck it up. But no, I don't. Because if I want to, I can only take home birth clients. And that's perfectly okay. Um, and there's, I know a couple of other doulas who, who pretty much only take hospital births. Mm-hmm. Because of that reason. They want to change the, the scene of hospital births and make it as calming and, and free as a home birth. Which is great. And I applaud them and mm-hmm. kudos to them. But I can't do it right now. It's not me. So but I don't know there's I can't even put it into words how changed I am from the Humber and how open-minded I am to things now like it changed my whole perspective of life and I cannot wait like I want more babies just to have more homebirth. 
That's awesome. That's the way it's supposed to be. I feel like that yeah. we're supposed to be excited yeah. and not. And my last one was that way. My number five, I had yeah. such a good midwife that I knew that I was in control of my body. And so Katie Beth Jacobs um, with Wish, they're at um, Erlanger at Gun Barrel. Okay. And I told her I recommended her to all my friends because never once did I get medication mentioned. Yeah. Um, she said, you told me when I first met you that you were going to have a baby natural and that's what we're going to do. Yeah. And that's yeah. all that women need to hear sometimes. I mean, mm -hmm. unless there's medically necessary, which yeah. there is. But mm -hmm. for me, but it's been so normalized to to just throw right. medication at you, the epidurals, and you know, you can do as you please. But I just wish women would just hear us birth workers out a little bit and just give your body the chance. I know it's kind of hard. You'd be amazed. The, 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 be amazed. the pain. Yes. Yeah. I have, the more I've listened to, if you, if you're able to understand and work with the contractions, the pain mm -hmm. almost is not even really pain. It, yeah. Yeah. It's, I, I don't think it's hard to explain, but I understand what you're saying. Like yes. I, I remember hitting my wall in my bedroom mm -hmm. and, and spring will take me, that transfer me to the hospital. But I <laughs> promised everybody before then, do not i don't i don't care as long as me and baby are fine do not take me to this hospital. is all, don't let me do this <laughs> yeah and so all i needed to hear was it's just one minute it's you can do it for one minute that's all i needed to hear from my doula kaylee and i i did mm -hmm. i did it all i needed was i didn't want anybody else touching me but her i needed that physical support the doula's you know service and um an offer and I needed the encouragement I needed to be told that I can do it because I'm not saying that husbands aren't great support people but I I do feel like doulas that's one of their main purposes is to be right there in your ear telling you you can do it for that one minute because you can mm -hmm. it may not seem like it in the moment but you can and it hurts it's, but it's, you know, it's seconds such a good hurt yeah <laughs> Yeah. Once you realize but, the contractions are bringing baby down, mm -hmm. you're like, I can relax. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. One minute I was in the midst of transition. The next minute I was in the pool and it was all blurred of how I got there, but I did. <laughs> and then I put, I, I felt her head in my canal and I was like, she's coming. And everybody backed off and I was like, okay, do your thing. I was like, cool, cool. Let me and I got to, yeah. because I listened to my body and I, I let it do what it needed to do, I didn't have to push. I experienced a fetal ejection reflex. And I'm so happy because I've always wanted to, because I thought it was so cool. Yeah. And I get to brag that I didn't have to push this time. You know, she came out when she needed to, how she needed to. Mm -hmm. And the only scary part about my home birth was she did have a lot of meconium uh -huh. and, um, Oh, good morning. Good morning. <laughs> and nice um, Hello, beautiful. <laughs> Sorry, I've got my AirPod in once again. No, you're fine. She's so beautiful. Hi, baby. Look at those healthy cheeks. <laughs> oh, oh, yes. No. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Okay, sorry. There we go. No, you're fine. Uh, I don't know what I was saying a minute ago. 
she had a lot of meconium. Oh yeah, she she was born with a lot of meconium, and so it took her a minute to come, you know, to yeah. to transition. Um, but she didn't need to be resuscitated or anything. But that's because my birth team they worked with her. They didn't do do anything to her. They worked with her, and they they let her transition um, with a little bit of support. But you know, and and people think it's it was actually I was too, and I was in so much shock I didn't even notice that they were stimulating her but now that I look back at my videos you know I could see how it would be a little bit scary um but if you have a trained midwife and birth team there's there's so much that they can do that the hospitals also can do so I'm just such a big advocate for home birth and breastfeeding and all the above and I just I want moms to know that they do have support you do yeah. have options too. It's not you don't have to yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you see, honey? She looks so <laughs> healthy. Look at her. She is a plump baby. She is very plump. <laughs> I love that. My baby's she's already one and a half and she's losing all the baby fat. So I am so sad. <laughs> she is. She's gotten more active, so she's staying at a steady weight now, but she was rapidly gaining weight yeah yeah they do that don't they mm -hmm. well that's awesome I didn't even know about your home birth journey I yeah. thought originally that you tell me about being a doula but I love that you mm -hmm. had such a good story I yeah. I'm really excited that other people get to hear it and other people get to like I know I have friends who are um, pregnant right now who are like I really want a home birth but I'm scared and I'm like I don't know anybody that's had a home birth but Send them to me, and if they don't want to hear it from me, I know of a ton of other moms and doulas. I know a ton of other doulas that have had home births themselves or other moms because of the doula. Like, I'm, I wish women would listen because doulas are such a saving grace, and they bring so much to the table other than physical and emotional support. They they bring so much. Education is probably one of the main things that they bring, and of course, there's other things, but that's what, that's part of our job. We love to educate. Like I, I could educate you all day on, on vaginas, childbirth and breastfeeding <laughs> and think it's the funnest thing ever. So just, and I wish I'll never get all tired of asking, answering your questions. <laughs> yeah. And I wish I had an audience for it because not many of them are, are willing to listen or they're like, okay, I'll, you know, if I have any questions, I'll text you or I'll call you, but you never get those. I just need to normalize doulas because yeah. you have, you know, grandparents, you have husbands, you have yeah. cousins always giving their opinion. And yeah. sometimes it's mamas need to form their own opinion, you know, so they need to hear the educational side. And we're unbiased for yes. a reason. Yes. So. Well, I want to thank you so much for meeting yeah, me tonight. And I was so happy. I didn't give you a chance to talk. <laughs> no, I don't want to talk. I want to <laughs> listen. I don't want to. I talking awesome well i'll be in touch soon and thank you so much no for real thank you so much this was awesome i can't wait for people to hear your story i'm very excited oh thank you y'all have a thank good you. night you too thank you so much bye, bye. 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 bye.